Hello and welcome to Talking Bottom. This week it's Bottom Live 3, Hooligans Island. I'm Paul Tanter. I'm Matt Brooks. And I'm Ange Pearson. What? <laughs> it's yes. Johnson, isn't it? Are you someone new? No, I've uh, changed my surname recently. Rec- oh, you what must you have got married very recently then. Not that recently. It's... Finally given into it. You got married before the first episode of the podcast had come out, hadn't you? No. Were you We'd getting married? Been... That's We'd... right. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was getting married. Right, but, so yeah. retroactively... So it's four ruined... letters that have changed. It's not a big deal. But you have ruined <laughs> series one to three of our podcast, though, is what you're, yeah. you're telling us. I'm sure lots of people listening are going to be gutted. Oh, Did... Okay, well, you understand it's the same person, but different name. Did you yeah. go on honeymoon to the Marveloso Splendido Hotello? I didn't. They were fully booked. Um, a full so one, a full hotel. Couldn't get the bridal suite. But yeah, I, I did have Bottom as my wedding dance. I remember I saw the video from that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. actually had it spliced in to have the Bottom theme tune and then I got didn't actually get hit with a frying pan, but it was uh, a frying pan. That's there. funny. That, yeah. it was good you're fun. you're it was saving good. that for the divorce. This week, it's Bottom Live 3, Hooligans Island, recorded at Bristol Hippodrome in 1997, two years after Live 2 and Series 3 was on TV in 95. This two years before Guess That's Paradiso, so it's sandwiched between them. I'm going to read the synopsis from IMDb rather than Wikipedia, okay. helpfully written okay. by Vladimir on there, who writes... Filmed in Bristol during their 97 stage tour, Adrian Edmondson and Rick Mayle again adopt their characters of Eddie and Richie from the television series Bottom, this time being stranded on a desert island with no food, and even worse, no booze or pornography to keep them occupied. Things get even worse during the second act when they discover that a French visitor has left a large nuclear device on the island during the night to, do, to conduct weapons testing in the Pacific. Relatively concise okay. one for once rather than Wikipedia. Now, in my opinion, the quality of the live shows has always gone in the same sequence that they are numbered in that the first one is best, second one is the second best, third one. You phrase so that really awkwardly, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you I, would, I would contend that two is slightly better than one, but otherwise okay. I agree. Yeah. Now, Matt, I know that in previous discussions you've said that you've thought that three is the best one. Oh, no, I kind of switched between two and three. Mm-hmm. Retroactively, going back and watching this, I, I think I'm just kind of overwhelmed and impressed by the new location right, and, okay. or the potential of that it's that so presents. impressive when they first reveal yeah. that set yeah. isn't it like See, when you first watched it yeah. it was like absolutely I love the idea you know I yeah. heard something uh, a writer say something like if you're writing something and all of the story has been wrapped up by the end of it you're writing a film but if it's the location and the situation you're writing about and what you're attracted to that's a TV series Right. I felt mm. this is kind of an idea for a new bottom series and it sort of was wasn't it they were well, they were talking. About yeah, yeah, doing... they actually had it booked in, didn't they? And then they pulled out. This is the show that formed the basis of what they were going to do as a fourth series. But they did mm. this show in 1997, and mm. the fourth series wasn't commissioned, or indeed, Rick and Aid didn't sit down and start writing it until 2012. Aid did an interview with BBC Essex shortly afterwards when he said that ultimately the reason why I didn't want to do it is just because there's other things I want to do. I think he said something like, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should, and it, when you're older, you want to spend things doing that you enjoy. Rick did an interview on, I think I read this on the website Den of Geek, where he was talking to someone and said, basically we suggested that, or it got proposed as a title to the BBC and they just grabbed it, but we were probably going to change it. It probably wasn't going to stay like that. But then interestingly, when we spoke to Ed By, he said that this was going to be the setup for it and they were going to have a sort of sideways set, weren't they? Because the island had undergone a hurricane or a typhoon or something. Everything was going to be like blown over. Yeah, Yeah. everything was going to be a sort of acute angles and he was wondering Mm. how the hell are we going to do this? So this became the basis of, or at least the genesis of what would have been the fourth series, but not for another 15 years. I do wonder 
if when they wrote this in 97 or if they wrote it in 96 a year before they did the mm-hmm. show were they thinking this could be another series were they specifically thinking this could be a stage show or were they thinking this could be the film that eventually they went on to make with guest house paradiso well i would say definitely definitely could be a stage show definitely <laughs> that's why it was yeah no, you know what i, I mean think, i think you're right i think the idea for it becoming a series must have happened a bit later I think they were probably planning another live show. Obviously, the fourth series didn't get commissioned when Mm. you would have expected it to. And then years later, when they did presumably get together, they must have thought, well, why don't we put them back on the island? Because that worked really well. They brought them back to the island on bottom line four as well, didn't they? Which I found disappointing when the the curtain came up. Like, oh, it's what? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like one and two, it does have a some semblance of plot to drive it forward. But I kind of feel like, especially when you consider this five live shows, this is the halfway point in their live shows between anything involving a plot and them just mucking about on stage, pretending mm-hmm. to mess up and throwing in as many double entendres as possible. But I know if I'd been in the audience, I would have fucking loved it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like with any of the live shows, actually being there carries you through it whether there's a plot or not because you're enjoying watching Rick and Aid live. Like, you can see they are enjoying it yeah. as well. They're having fun. A lot of times doing little silly dances and playing up to the audience consistently. Yeah, I mean, you know, not many performers get the chance to go out on tour and have that wave of adoration from the moment they step on stage until the moment they, like, do the curtain call. And no matter what they're doing, really. Like, obviously, you're saying that Hooligans obviously is a step down from one and two, which I would agree with, but the quality of the writing is still there in a lot of this show. Right. I would say, yes, it's a, it's a step down from one and two, but only because one and two are so good, the yardstick has yeah. already been set so high. No, I agree, yeah. If you, and this is a testament to Rick and Ada's performers, if you stripped out all the arsing around mm-hmm. from this one, you'd probably end up with something about 45 minutes long. So it's a testament to them as performers that they can get 100 minutes on stage yeah. out of their personalities and the love of the characters. Mm-hmm. It's a run, running gag, isn't it, for all of the live shows? Oh, there's a plot this year yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I I think this is the first year when there wasn't a plot. Well, they're quite literally sort of keeping us all adrift, aren't they, for the first sort of half. We don't quite know why they're there. It's like Obviously, 40 it's... minutes before they say why they're there. You're... Yeah, yeah, we know that it's, you know, they must have been shipwrecked in some way because they're on an island in the middle of a tropical, like, you know, we don't know. I'm going to find out where they are, do we? Obviously, it's somewhere in the Pacific. It's never specifically named, is no. it? Or, the, you know, they never say we were on course from this place mm-hmm. to this place. We yeah. just know they were on a boat. They it's were on a ship. got yeah. to be close enough for Japan to have built a bunker, like, have an underground bunker there. Aid references Tora 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 at some yeah. point. We're assuming it's a Japanese Pacific island somewhere. Yeah. yeah, that's why the bunker's there and everything. Mm. Is Tora 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 what they shouted at the end of Pearl Harbor? Tora 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 is a film about the attack on Pearl Harbor. I right. don't know whether they shout it, but. I think it might be the victory. I don't know, but it might be the victory exclamation. So the t- um, curtain the- comes up. <clears throat> what are your first thoughts of their set? I love it. I mm. think it's got loads of odd charm and character. It looks naff but in a way that Richie building a home on an island would look naff you know mm. like when we say, saying naff I don't mean the set looks shit I think it's a great set yeah. and you yeah. know that Rick and I designed it right yes yeah, I saw it in the, the credit yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on IMDb they're both credited as the production designers but yeah, yeah. it's well, brilliant they, writing it you'd have to wouldn't you you'd have to know exactly where was you know I certain guess. things were going to be placed and obviously when you know the organ comes up and all that kind of stuff you'd have to have thought through how the set's going to work mm. but it mm-hmm. does look it It doesn't look cheap no you know whereas in one and two the flat set has always looked good and then into the prison set looked a bit shit presumably because it had to be something that could be assembled quickly mm-hmm. in this one you look at it, it looks very expensive lush 
and detailed. You know? Cartoony like a seaside postcard mm. a bit, doesn't it? Well, I suppose this is the first time we've ever seen them in a different situation to the flat and them being themselves. It, this the kind full... of feels like a spin-off to Bond. Yeah, you for know the full I mean? story. And obviously their costumes have completely changed. Absolutely. It's the first time... Yeah. Well, no, we've had our costumes i suppose yeah. but it's complete redesign of both of them Can we talk about both of their this individual is, costumes well, right just to, well i will say this is the first time although they've left hammersmith before to go to the hotel mm, or mm-hmm. to wimbledon common it's the first time we've ever seen them definitely out of the uk so this sort of feels like the spin-off you know the uh, the sitcom spin-off on where holiday. they're on holiday yeah, yeah. the costumes Eddie is in a sort of typical British guy abroad with his vest, his Dave Lister Hawaiian shirt over the top. If you look at, there's an episode of Red Dwarf where Dave oh, yeah. Lister wears the same shirt. He's got R- the hanky on his head yeah. in the second act as well, not the first act. That I think um, it, that is Seaside Postcard. Yeah. Um, well, my brain hurts, <laughs> Mr. Gumby. Mr. Gumby yeah, from, from Python. Python yeah. yeah. But Richie's costume, I wasn't sure. I looked up Gilligan's Island because obviously the mm-hmm. pun is Hooligan's Island is a yeah. spin on the '60s sitcom Gilligan's Island. Expecting to see Gilligan dressed. In White. sort of yeah, yeah, but I don't I mean, know what hat on, has he? he stolen the captain's outfit from oh, the cruise ship. I mean, that's what he it stole, strikes me as. He's stolen the cap, obviously, be covered in blood. But I wondered. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not not the one that he was yeah. wearing while he cut yeah. it off. Would it not be more? Would, or would is it, he just stolen something from the ship? I suppose. I don't know. Like if he'd stolen the captain's uniform, he's you'd expect him to be wearing the the sort of yeah. you know the you know the it's thing like with all in one white. Sort of overall. No, thing, no, isn't no, it? it's not. No, it's it's white trousers, white shirt, but then no, he's got separate. braces. No, no, they are okay. separate. He's got braces on. When he's that still thing's up his back, it looks like it's all in one. Yeah, it must be just, it's just the black. Yeah. The black goes okay. from one yeah, yeah. layer of clothing to the other. Right. He's it, still got the tie pin and the tie on for no one. No one's <laughs> seeing him. It's brilliant. That's yeah. so his character, isn't it? And like the hammock has a Union Jack flag there so it's still British on, you a, know? on a desert island yeah. I, yeah I will just say that if his costume is based on something that we're missing because we were born in a certain period please don't email to have a go at us for not getting older references we just haven't seen the thing that it's based on well but mm. please do email us and tell us but be yeah. be friendly yeah. I guess <laughs> um, I think giving Richie a hat works really well because his hat comes off Every time he gets punched, right, I right. think it's literally every single time he just makes that punch a bit more sold, I suppose. Yeah. You, know, you, know, yeah. it, it, you see Rick having to kind of yeah. pick it up a lot. Well, always, yeah. yeah. This was Rick with dyed blonde hair, wasn't it? Yeah, now, so that, I thought it's because of the sun on the desert island. That's why I thought that kind of makes sense. Eddie's hair isn't there, so well, he yeah, doesn't... But yeah. Rick's I, gone kind of sun-kissed kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can't remember if he did this specifically for a film or TV role or something like that. I know that during Four Men in a Car, the comic strip presents a film that was done in 98. Yeah. He had bleached blonde hair in that. But I wondered if there was a reason why he had it in this or just because he fancied it. the head of Mavis Davis. He's got blonde hair as well. He does, yeah. Yes, he does, yeah. Well, maybe he was just dyeing his hair at that point. Maybe. he was going grey, perhaps. I don't know. And he'd yeah. gone for that kind of blonder... Yeah. Well, it fits. Tone. It makes sense that he'd have blonde hair on the it's, beach. It's not off-putting. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, the, the hat addition is nice. There's nothing about their costumes that you think, oh, no, this looks silly or anything like no, that. It no, kind of I mean, feels believable for their character, isn't it? The Eddie would be very yeah. much right. Let's make the best of this. Yeah. And he's sneaking drinks yeah. the whole time there. So he's basically treating it like he's on holiday. String vest as well, which is strobes with mm. that camera, if you notice. Know, it's horrid. <laughs> oh, right. No, <laughs> and you can see that. his fucking mic pack clear yeah. as day through the string vest. Very much uh, a traditional... I say traditional. There's been two before this. 
bottom live opening of Richie offstage making mm. noises yeah. of some sort of grunting yeah. variety. Toilet humour opens yeah. it, doesn't it? It's not a fart this time, but it is him straining to go to the loo, isn't it? Yes. Mm. But then he, well, he shits himself, right? In that Because there's a half explosion that it, it comes out with. And I wasn't sure the first time, that is that a burnt chard thing or is that poo up his back? But then Eddie does say, do you know yeah. what, like, shit up your back, so it is meant to be poo. Actually, that's a point. The stain up his back is almost it's jet black, black isn't black. it? Mm. It looks yeah. like ash. It should be brown. It's yeah. burnt yeah. shit, I suppose. Yeah, it should be. What it's meant to be. It should be browner and streakier and more kind of around the based around the arse, right? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a scorch mark, is what it looks like. But obviously, they wanted it perhaps to look a bit more like shit. But then, in the practicalities of it, they couldn't quite do it. I don't know. I think it's like one upping yourself, isn't it? Like, oh, Richie, you've (laughs) Richie, you've shit yourself. Okay, (laughs) you've shit your pants. Oh, okay, shit up your back. That's oh god, you imagine that's. quite a bit worse that kind of gives you the impression that someone had the squits and then fell down in it while they were doing it you know yeah, yeah. or like been in a, a a onesie or something <laughs> or a, a scuba outfit or something you made like that ah. uh, and again Rick's voice is absolutely fucked already isn't it <laughs> he's been <on laughs> 10 weeks on tour yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how far into the tour they actually filmed it Oh, they were a while into it, weren't well, they? Well, they say this point? 10 weeks. Yeah, 10 weeks into the tour, just because yeah. the cameras are on, he yeah. makes uh, light of Richie doing the Eddie impression, doesn't he? As well as his offstage voiceover start, which is a very bottom live thing to start with, we kind of get the greatest hits in the first 60 seconds, don't we? A <laughs> R- lot of Richieisms, yeah. hints of gayness, yeah. um, desire of violence towards Eddie, you know, who he thinks is mm-hmm. in the hammock, yeah. and we find out isn't. And then Eddie makes such a fantastic entrance. Yes. That, that weird Tarzan thing. That's yeah. that's not his voice, is it? I think that actually uh, is Tarzan. From, yeah. I think yeah. it is the Tarzan call. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, quite impressive kind of physical work from Aid, really, to come. I mean, it's very panto, isn't it, to come swinging <laughs> in. And Richie hasn't seen him, and he's behind you. Kind of it's thing. literally that he's behind you thing, isn't yeah. it? What? Where is it? Yeah. But then it's all saved by that kick to the face that he gives to Rick. <laughs> it's <laughs> the complete lack of the logic behind that is completely non-existent, isn't it? It's like he kicks him. He's like leg up, like bosh, right to him, and then say, oh, I was going to say, look out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you weren't ready. You're a liar. <laughs> well, like, there's some there's some new types of violence in this one, but it feels like this one has less violence than the previous live shows. I feel like it's, they're getting it, a bit old now, and they do look a little bit older now. That was my one. It wondering. seems a bit less physical in in the fight scenes. You're right. Like I think they're not as like physically oh, demanding. I feel mean saying that, but uh, well, the thing that struck me more than them being old is that how much fun they look like they're having on this one. This one yeah. looked. More of a laugh, I think. Do you feel like at this point they've gone, you know what, I just don't give a fuck anymore? Maybe like, not... a little bit because the story is non-existent. Yeah, yeah this. They know that the audience are going to come and absolutely lap up whatever they yeah. give to them. Yeah. And the writing is still there. Like you know, They say, what is it? It's like, oh, you know, is it not just a string of knob gags this year? What mm-hmm. a shame. But there's always so much more to everything yeah. they do. I wanted to go back just slightly. You know, the cheetah reference, is that from Tarzan? Maybe Tarzan and Cheetah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Cheetah. Like, for last night, Cheetah. Well, I think Tarzan had a that sort is of pet. a monkey pet, called pet Cheetah, wasn't no, no. it? No, it was a Cheetah, wasn't was it? Was it a Cheetah? Okay, I think. I, mean, it, I assumed it was. A, it was, and it that was one was, of animals because they say it's hairy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, just... I think it was his. It was his pet sidekick. Yeah. But the writing, I mean, when it goes to the whole quick feel up of life and the shag of life and all that, like, it's so dirty and it's so like, oh, you know, hashtag me too or whatever now. But it's it's just so utterly Richie, isn't it? Richie just, Richie Richie thinks he's just killed a woman and his first reaction is he wants to shag her. Still warm. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've gone.
gone through that with the gas man and lots of other things in, in previous incarnations in bottom, haven't they? But like, this does seem extra specially pervy. Yeah, but does he come across like really sweet or am I naive? Or there's something like really endearing, like, oh, yeah, okay, go for it, mate. It doesn't because sound... Cause, I guess because you just know he's not really a dead yeah. woman. He doesn't sound particularly romantic about it. No, he's, he's like treating it like a meal, isn't he? Like, oh, yum, yum. <laughs> Did you but when he says skull crushed in sleeping, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's graphic. It is quite graphic in the description. Did did Richie's remind you of Flashheart in series four of Black Adder? Not really. Only the drum buey bit. All right, he got the way he went hoo he hoo he hoo. Uh, Flashheart does that to Rowan Atkinson's Black Adder. I think it's when um, Black Adder says something, "Will you sod off and die?" or something like that, and and that's Flashheart's reaction. I can't remember what the specific line is. Is the line? Does yeah. the Pope shit in the woods? Is that a repetition of a line in the series? Isn't it Show. in the Wimbledon Common episode? Maybe. No, it's the Pope Jewish, is what they say. Ah, that's it. Does yeah. the, There's right. a Pope joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is so the Pope Jewish? Does the, the Pope shit in the woods? Is okay. the Pope Catholic? Is the actual saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> the, the obscene noises yeah. of when he is kissing yeah. slash he's groping. He's kissing, he's like digesting. Is it? Yeah. But then there's like, he's <laughs> coughing and spluttering, which I imagine is on feathers. And yes, yeah, and then he realises that you know, it, it's feathers, the reveal yeah. that it's an albatross, which yeah. is, again, like, they've mentioned love albatross in the past, but it's, it does feel python. It feels like <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's a nod to yeah, maybe. python, isn't yeah. it? Pi- albatross is a funny yeah. name for yeah. a bird, isn't it? He calls Eddie a wank biscuit. There's a few it, great ones. That, is that before that, or after Father Ted's arse biscuits? <laughs> well, they reference Father Ted in this, yeah, don't they? Yeah. Well, one question about it, which is, is this a reference to that army thing of... Rugby oh. game, I always thought, but oh, yeah, it's well, army we all as well. Wet biscuit. Wank oh, on a right. biscuit and someone has to eat it. Whoever yes, comes last yes, or something. That's right. Yeah, well, I've never played it. Last person no. to come has to eat it, yeah, yeah. apparently. So yeah. Is that an actual thing that happens? Well, apparently so. It's like an urban legend type thing. I've never been in the army and I've never been to public school, so I wouldn't have eaten a wank <laughs> but I always thought, even as a child, when I was told about this, as a little child. A child? Um, so the person who comes last loses. <laughs> yeah, even but doesn't that good. mean they're the best in bed? Doesn't it mean they've got the best staying power? Shouldn't they be rewarded for this, I remember thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, your, re- oh, your reward yeah. is the yeah. biscuit. Your premature <laughs> ejaculation, finally, it's paid off. But the thing is, it must be so hard to come when you're standing around <laughs> a circle with all your friends and like, please yeah. come before my mates do, please. <laughs> I don't want to make eye contact. I don't want to look at their knobs. Where the hell do I look for yeah, some kind of stimulation? At the ceiling, I If suppose. I look at the sky, Sticking maybe I'll see a cloud in a particularly yes. saucy formation. But Wank Biscuit, so, I do think, is a reference to the game Wet Biscuit. Right. Yeah. You think? Okay, because... Like now on social media, there's lots of sort of like people making up names for yeah, swear yeah. words that are just like you know, cock womble, yeah. yeah. And well, wank biscuit sort of sounds like one of them, but I think arse biscuit and wank biscuit, like they kind of they do work. You They're know, not it's like an arse buttock or something at one point. Oh, possibly. Weird. Right, two right, two of the best uh, combinations of words that I ever heard were in the day to day, which was the oh, it might be the day to day or it might have been uh, brass eye, which was fuck nuts and arse candles. Nice. So yeah, getting more creative with swear words. I mean, that was in the thick of it and everything as well. Like you're right, yeah. like, Armando mm-hmm. Iannucci is definitely a master at coming up with like different things. And obviously, if it is funny, it's great. But I don't know. I feel like now it's gone too far. Yeah, just making up words when just stick to content it's what to what what swear word can we put in front of a random mm, noun yeah. I, I i gotta say i encourage this i i think it's you like the creativity yeah. of it i might uh and a, a friend who went to italy for a while and she she was american and she was so impressed 
rather the vocabulary mm. of the swearing. It's like, oh, here, like, and in American England, we're like, oh, damn it, bastard and stuff. But they'll say, like, oh, I'll oh, fuck right. in the knee. Right, like, huh? yeah. What? What? This, yeah. Some, the creative Yeah, the creativity with it. Yeah, yeah. refreshing, yeah. My biggest point with this show, with this one, I say is I remembered it really, really fondly. Uh, just yeah, plot-wise, it was weaker than I remember, but there's some brilliant dialogue. See, there's some mm, really good back and forths. Th- that was what I was interested to find out: whether or not, if you guys have previously th- looked upon this fondly, whether or not the rewatch had changed that view of it. I was watching it, going, "Yeah, I, I still think third is the third best one behind the first two. Yeah, it's it's not bad, but it's not." the best no you know? and again i'm sure a lot of listeners out there will be not agreeing with yeah. that they will think that hooligan Islanders is the best out of all of them and i i do love the playfulness of it and i love the situation and i love how creative it is like they, they've tried something new haven't they with hooligan's mm-hmm. island and, yeah. it, and it does work there isn't much of a plot the only thing that it lets it lets itself down with i think is is just repeating the sort of like oh there's going to be a bomb and there's going to be an explosion at the end and it's creative again because it's a french bomb so there's lots of opportunities <laughs> to you know write some wonderfully xenophobic <laughs> lines about the french which obviously english people definitely lap up i know i know this is going forward but from the moment you see the bomb on stage you know exactly how mm. the show is going to end don't <laughs> yeah. you suppose you do yes. especially if you've seen the first two well the, let me let me think the first two ended with an explosion mm-hmm. and now there's a bomb on stage mm-hmm. how is so. this one going to end and again i think that's it just does demonstrate that they obviously sat down to write it they just want to have a laugh they're, they're going on to they know what the audience are expecting and yeah. so they're going to give it to them yeah. that's that's doing their job and then being the set designers as well that's making me think that they would have completely designed moments and what for want of a better word plot points around the props well, around you, seagulls yeah. around the the well, obviously yeah. on purpose mistimed fireworks and stuff that's <laughs> yeah. clearly part of the, well, the so gag I, I have to say i think the fluffs in this one are some of the best right now again i wanted to ask you guys about this because this also goes back to something that we asked ed by about who of course did the recording mm. of this particular video rick and Ed directed the show themselves and as ed said he just basically went in yeah. and covered the uh, filming of it over a couple of nights in bristol rick and Ed obviously deliberately made things like the sharks and seagull shit so they could make jokes about them mm. but then there's a lot of fluffs in this and ed said to us that some people came and saw several nights and they said oh you know they messed up in the same part last night as well how naive I, yeah mm. i don't think there's any part of this that's a fluff that's a genuine fluff i think it's all scripted i think one there's one bit when he trips over the line saying after the sharks and he fluffs the line and then he fluffs right. it again and the third time he's like it's not worth the wait because the line actually is quite funny because it's basically we can't go mm. into shark infested water okay. basically but what he's saying that yeah we trip over a bit of wire it's basically so it's but a funny that breaking the fourth that wall in terms yeah. of his, his words yeah but, so that bit but, therefore the payoff isn't but is actually would they have written ah let's have me slip over it mm. and then i can say the joke isn't worth the wait and then i do a bad joke because then actually i've paid off the joke isn't worth be, the wait possibly be, maybe uh, but yeah definitely i think the whole door not closing thing i think mm. that's part of it because when Rick turns to reference the door, he turns so much. It's the theatrical turn. Yeah. It's part of the show, isn't yeah. it? And yeah, and Rick's kind of hiding his laughter. And it, it's very well sold. Yeah. Like, it does look like he's genuinely kind of corpsing. He could easily be acting that 
you know, because he's kind of hiding his face a lot, isn't he, with yes. it? And you then... forget how much of a good actor he is, yeah. don't yeah. you? And yeah. just him laughing and pretending to be in hysterics is something he could definitely do. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's fun, isn't it, to watch you do an AIDS scene and, no, I'm going to get us out of this and, you know, like, pretend he's got amnesia and all that. Like, And it, it, it is just a bit of fun because it's not much of a plot reveal in the second half anyway, is it? It's not, no. If Richie then finds out that it's the bunker, like, what can we fuck up? What can be believable as a fuck up? And what's going to be really delight the crowd? A lot of this is them pretending to fuck up in scripted parts where they're supposed to do it and a lot of it is them sort of kind of playing to the audience I don't want to say mugging but there's Richie's bit where he does the look and says what's this this is me not rising to the bait mm. it reminded me of Ricky Gervais as the genie oh, the in extras oh, yeah. you know the you know. oh, yeah, something. but I mean, Rick's so much better than that. No, yeah. I know. But, but yeah, this, I know what you mean. I would argue that the reason Rick is uh, acting like this is because he's been on a desert island for three years and his mania ah. is gone unchecked. So you think it's the character overacting mm. and mugging rather bit. than the actor? No, you know, a little bit. It's the sort of thing of... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, they will have imagine... gone a bit loopy, even more yeah. loopy than they it's already like were. It's like how horny Richie is normally, and now he's not mm. even seen a woman for three years, and mm. he hasn't seen right. a poor mag for three years. He's going to be over playing things, being his childish self, really cracking on to Eddie a few times what, here, what, isn't he? Yes, what, absolutely. What does three years on an island do to the sanity of a man who is already clinically <laughs> insane? And can you, this is, <laughs> I can't think of a better example of hell right. for Eddie <laughs> well, this is having the thing. to share. They have previously talked about, you know, the fantasy of being marooned on a desert island yeah. and yes, they being have. in a tropical paradise. And isn't it, you know, the true irony that they're actually there, but they're still lonely, they're still bored, huh. they're still depending on only each other. Oh, right. Yeah. So things that make a fantasy of being on a desert island for them birds. would be birds, yeah. lots of wobbly knockers on the place. And there aren't any. And a lot of booze. Now, there Eddie, is a lot of booze. Eddie secretly got yeah, that, yeah, but Richie yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Oh, that's well funny. That's why but Eddie seems so... He does actually seem yeah. quite calm, doesn't he? But they, yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's drunk. been on holiday for him, isn't he? Well, did you actually calculate how many bottles of sake he would have he been says? drinking a day? I thought it might be a quiz question, okay. is it? There, there, is, there is a sake-based <laughs> quiz question, but I hadn't divided it by the amount of time they'd been yeah. there. Well, <laughs> this is how much I'm you know, trying to think through what the hell yeah. you're going to ask. Okay. But yeah, um, sake-based Japanese sake. Yeah, it's a, it's a Japanese yeah. drink, okay. yeah. It, I think it's um, officially called, well, it's what they call rice wine, isn't it? It's sort of a bit like sherry, basically. Yeah, rice wine. Rice is available to the Japanese, isn't it? So that's what they use, like the vodka potato thing for the Russians. Yeah, sure. He would have had to have been drinking 365.2 bottles a day. Nice. That's what it works out for three years. He's got like the arm thing. He holds one arm up. Yeah. He always does that, doesn't he? I think it's meant to be kind of blocking the view. I think it's so he's hiding it. Yeah, it's is odd. It, I, I think I, the idea is that you're sort of obscuring I, from the side. I think he's referencing he something that we don't know. I know maybe. he does that in the episode where the baby is dropped on the, you know, the Christmas episode. Yeah, holy, yeah, yeah. But have I seen any other characters doing that in any other sitcoms? Maybe. Does that look familiar maybe. from anyone else? It does. Doing yeah, it? it seems like a thing where you'd be drinking but hiding it from someone who's right. on the other side. I think he's overdoing it for the comedic value of yeah. that. Usually in these shows, there's a lot of double entendres. And in this one, there is. But in this one, they almost go kind of meta, don't they? In that Eddie yeah. denies having done them, doesn't he? Yes, Whereas so exactly. Rick, they're sending Richie into a frenzy. You it's know? like he's gaslighting Richie, yeah. isn't he? Like, I didn't say that. What do you mean? That's, yeah, it's very good. It's like years in the making, isn't it? He After is so many of send them. Send him mad, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just didn't understand what you meant. No, you were deliberately <laughs> accusing me of masturbating into your food yeah. or something, isn't it? <laughs> Oh. Now, do you think that if 
Richie and Eddie didn't have the cartoon level healing powers that they have. How long would it be until one was murdered by the other on this desert Ooh, island? So, you know what I mean? Well, either in the show or on the live shows, someone should do I know that on YouTube there are these videos where people go through films like Die Hard and Home Alone and work out like how Deaths. many how yeah. many hematomas and broken bones and sure. things and how many times they would die. I wonder what, how many times... wonderful people they are. Yeah, yeah. but like They're instantly with, with this one, yeah. the moment that Eddie smacks Richie in the face with the shovel, yeah. that's probably death. Shoveling him, because it's one he hits him with a shovel and then yeah. like digs into his face. Yeah, which works really well until... The wobbly shovel. You well, mean? no, oh no, I'll forgive that, but I think that the hitting in the face with it really works. But then once he's on the ground, you can see that there's no contact with it it looks a bit weak that needed another camera angle you know yeah, okay fair enough in my opinion because it's not eddie asleep it's the albatross but that would have killed him if it was eddie <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. and he's like wake up wake up with a hammer <laughs> there's so many lines in this i just remember like rewinding and watching again and rewinding and watching again as a kid laughing and like the first one i've killed him fantastic like <laughs> burst belly laugh at that bit I also love that I'd have been sleeping with the Brigadier's cock right yeah. up my <laughs> Richie's, Richie's like secret homosexuality once out. again. Oh, it's not a secret yeah. in this one. He's just kind of... I, I think it's like prison where the, he wants human... Well, yeah, I mean, he, he describes being like bitten on the end of the knob by a fly as like a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> my first blowjob. The, the brigad, I mean, the Brigadier's cock up the arse line yeah. is sold by the whole him, oh shit, I've just realised what I've said out loud. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, the audience has heard me, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It makes me think of Doctor Who as well when I hear the Brigadier. <laughs> really? Like well, the head it. of unit? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. This one has some great sound effects, in my opinion. Richie shitting himself is going back to classic bottom, mm-hmm. splashy, splashy. Well, I like the build-up you know? to it, the percolating stomach first. Right, That's right. good, yeah. isn't it? And then, the, yes, it's a heavy... It's not a little bit of pooing, <laughs> yeah. is it? But what? then it's great when it's like, you're all right in there. Like, yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the vomit spray effect? So, I... We'll say that I think it works in this, but it's definitely a sort of precursor to what happens in the film, which right. I do not like. Okay, so uh, I, don't I also that think that yeah. oh my, you don't remember the puking in the film? Oh, okay, we'll get there next yeah. time. But um, yeah, I think it works, and the only thing now is obviously watching it having seen Little Britain exactly, little, and, yeah. and all that. Like that was done to not many laughs at all from me. But now, this does actually make me laugh because just the joyful way in which he does it, like he's playing yeah. with the puking, and then you when he's pretending to do it, it to the up, crowd. You? you can see him pick up the little yeah. squirty thing, which is fine. I don't mind that. But it's yeah. clearly not vomit; some sort of compressed water exactly. spray. Thing. Uh, yeah. Exactly, it's now, a bit of a heart it, back to the slot bucket from this from two with all the fart stuff, isn't it? Like it's yeah. just a kind of next step up. The stuff in number two is all gas based, isn't it? Yeah. Now this one differs from Guesthouse Paradiso or Little Britain or the In Betweeners. In the, in those things, what you have there is very physical. Angle, well, it's yeah. very physical, and visceral, someone, something with substance. And it's with green this, and horrible, and it ends up on people. Yeah. Yeah. With this stage show, presumably because they've got the stage they need to be on for the rest of it, they don't want to be slipping around and stuff. What Rick is using here almost looks like a CFC-based spray, which mm-hmm. I think is why. And you know, if you pick up deodorant and you and you hold the thing down for like more than ten seconds, dissipates. Uh, yeah, yeah, the liquid stops coming, and you and you're getting the gas. Well, and, bursts. It, and it looked yeah. that's why he's doing blah 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 blah. That's yeah. why you don't get any more sprays longer than about two or three seconds because yeah. it starts to fizzle out. Okay. But I think it must have been a practical thing of look, if we have a load of liquid coming out of this we're going to be slipping around for the rest of the first mm. half so we can't have that so I think that must have been a practical thing as much it's as anything nice. else yeah. they kind of make it um, a bit of a plot point as well that he 
he's vomiting and they then use that to Put off fight the off the cannibals yeah, yeah. right yeah, the, the, all the, described off stage uh, nice and cheap yeah, it leads the, to something doesn't yeah. it like, the, there's a reason for it it's not just gratuitous like horrible yeah. kind of gross I mean if he was like puking all over Eddie or something yeah. like, I don't know it would probably be a step too far they use it to fight off the cannibals who they haven't noticed despite living on the island for the last three years right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who have just been over the brow of that hill they've I not been over so. yeah. Yeah. they've not eaten them yet yeah. Yeah. yeah but Keith Floyd's there as well which is good <laughs> oh, I like that pink for the pink Floyd, Floyd. Yeah, I great. think well funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the uh, for anyone who didn't get the reference, that's the famously alcoholic, now dead chef, uh, Keith Floyd. Yeah, Keith Floyd was yeah, he was very sort of famous in the nineties, wasn't he? At this point, he was. Um, he was sort of the BBC's darling celebrity chef, I think. Yeah. yeah, Floyd on fire is a gag on his show was Floyd on food on yeah. the BBC, so mm-hmm. I believe that was the yeah. the pun on that. Yeah. yeah, look, quite a few vaguely racist impressions from Eddie in this one mm-hmm. of Japanese, Japanese people as yeah. going flucking hell and things like that and sort yeah. of squinting up his eyes and at one point doing like the teeth thing as well yeah which is again in character as Eddie you sort of you know we've had it before haven't we with the slanty-eyed fiend etc yeah. you know, Eddie is a racist back in, in the respect. 90s still was it 97 you said this yeah was, this yeah. one yeah. yeah so back in the 90s and he's on a dead island with no one around so I feel he could be as racist as he likes <laughs> <laughs> but it's, Maybe it's in character as Eddie yeah. it's not ideal but it's in you know that's that's why it's there in the script, I would say. Also, one that this one has that I think the previous two didn't lean on was Rick and Aid must have gone in the writing, right, what modern references can we just kind of shoehorn in? So you've got the Father Ted, which we talked about, but things like Iranu Uvava, the Shooting Stars Rick reference. Bob, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that seems dated as hell, doesn't it? Now? Does oh, yeah, now. but in 97. It yeah, it's huge, wasn't it? was it? very yeah. much of its time. So at the time, it's like, oh, I get that, that's on TV. Yeah. Father Ted, that's big. Yeah. But there's a lot of it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Or there's more noticeable than previous ones. It's kind of like the scary movie films. So the first scary movie was a great spoof of horror films. Scream, all, all the, all the, mainly. The Scream, yeah. and I know what you did last summer, and the, all those yeah. 90s horror films. Then after that, all they really did with the scary movies, and the Not Another Teen movie, and all those things was, rather than actually doing a clever spoof of it, they just went, we're just going to reference it, and have our characters dressed as the people, and people would go, oh look, they're referencing that yeah. show that I like, but yeah. there was never anything, there was never a, a comment on it. Yeah. And I in some ways, they're doing the same thing here of like, oh, we're just going to do a Father Ted impression or reference Vic and Bob's catchphrases, but we won't do anything about them. The nearest you get to any kind Family of criticism is talking about Frank Skinner, but just saying he's got a terrible chat show, you know. Which was untrue. Yeah, I really enjoyed his chat show, yeah. Well, I suppose he's saying I secretly enjoyed it, isn't he? So Maybe. again, it's it's kind of putting in like references <laughs> that the crowd are hopefully going to like identify with. I mean, he's reading out something, isn't he, with the Uvavu thing. So he's meant to be reading out a different language and that's where they slip it in. Yeah. So it, it kind of works. But then, obviously, the impression of Chris Evans. <laughs> is, <laughs> that's is a, yeah. And that's the repeat and all that. Like that, that is just having like a lot of fun. The Tina Turner impression. Over it. <laughs> that's still funny. It's isn't funny, it? yeah. but again, like, is it okay now? Well, why not? Yeah. Sort of stamping about like the know where she is. It's uh... it's hard to look at it through the woke audience's eyes though and think that well, someone wouldn't think, there's think anything... that that was. I don't anything think it's anything racist at all. I uh, hope it's just Turner. an impression of how she danced. Her, I <laughs> it's just like a mess on stage. It's, it's, it's not like, like in Psychoville with the 
doing me Tina thing. Yeah. That also makes me crack up. I do like how they tease. They use the convention of the audience are savvy about things. When Aid, and again, it's scripted, but when Aid says, oh, should we skip this bit? And Rick goes, no, go and stand on your mark. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows, oh, he's about to get shat on, yeah. isn't he? Well, yeah, that's yeah. much funnier, isn't it? If yeah, you just yeah. stood there and got shit on. Waiting like, for yeah. it, yeah. yeah. No, it's, oh, yeah, again, it's, where it's purposely built up for yes. Aid to be like, oh, you know, why have I got to do this bit? I mean, they've written it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's it's, got a real muggy face on again. It's like the custard D bit. Oh, yeah. And he's pulled that face again. Another great bottom universe name in this one, with a muck in it. Can you guys remember who it was, the theatrical oh, impresario? It's a pervy lesby muck. Leslie, not Les. Uh, oh, is it Leslie? Oh, it was just Leslie, yeah. Oh, wow, I thought it was lesby. Um, <laughs> what is it, muck? Muck blowjob. Muck blowjob, Sir, Sir pervy... <laughs> So pervy Leslie McBlowjob, yeah. <laughs> theatrical impresario, who hires them for their job on the. So we get a bit of backstory of how they ended up on the island. They were hired as a double act, mm. who ended up on this sort of cruise ship, I would guess. Why they, yeah. they just they were running from something. They well, I him love this cost, backstory yeah. of like. I want to see that film. I love ecstasy. For the yeah. Yes, that's right. The whole plot it kicks off with just a very nineties thing. Let's try ecstasy. You can't yeah. reimagine that because you, you wait for you're waiting you for how they yeah. ended up here, aren't you? Yeah. And then just the I mean, they must have had so much fun thinking like, well, how could they have ended up like on a cruise ship? Okay, well, what could they have done? They've ended up at number ten, right? After stealing an ambulance. That's now, right. I, I, <laughs> yeah. th- this does feel like a lot of very nineties references, as you say, because yeah. they took ecstasy. They were dancing with Brian Harvey of yeah. age seventeen. Then they ended up at number ten. Now I to Norma, Norma yeah, Majors, yeah. people, bra. Now ninety seven was the year that Labour went in and. Bl- started like inviting pop stars to number 10 and it was mm-hmm. all very cool I don't know if this show was pre-election or post-election because Norma Major was obviously John Major's wife yeah so they haven't been in England for three years though have they at this point uh, oh so okay yeah, 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 yeah. That's but a it's good three point. years Excellent on the point. island so they're so referencing what, yes. it was, what it was pre-97 so that means they took the XC in 94 which would be more in keeping with when East 17 were kind of at yeah. their pinnacle yeah yeah coming Excellent off the point. end of yes. the ecstasy yes. craze yes. there yeah, yeah. Okay. How have they met this guy? Is this a, they just bumped into him or something, and then they use some of his costumes as a disguise to get away, and then oh, they okay. kind of gratiate him. Well, don't they owe him? With him? And then he's like, well, yeah, you can just well, work I need, on the cruise ship You can instead. pay it off working on the yeah, cruise ship well, as a double act. I owe you a favour. Here's a job. It's odd, isn't it? And they're, they're so reminiscent of the Dangerous Brothers there. Well, yeah, act, I mean, isn't it? where have they suddenly got this great arsehole and normal? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. me, act. that I laugh so much. The great uh, and the underwhelming Norman. Yeah. Yeah. And Do you think and it's Norm- a reference to the great Soprendo? In any way, oh, he was a magician, be. wasn't he? I remember him. Yeah, that big fat guy, Jeffrey Durham, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was the great such and such. Is just <laughs> he quite was married to Victoria thing. Wood, wasn't he? I, do, I mean, I suppose it's just the great, and then mm-hmm. obviously yeah. ourselves. <laughs> their double act is almost Richie and Eddie doing their version of the Dangerous Brothers, but a shit version of the Dangerous Brothers. Yeah, yeah. sort of a kind of. A cruise ship version. Yeah. yeah. A, yeah. Well, I, I want to think of a better term than family friendly because it's not family friendly, <laughs> but sort of them trying to do a family friendly yeah. act and just the description of the act. Amazing. How funny. Yeah. Like him coming out, Eddie naked with a bottle of vodka on his dick. <laughs> and then a some woman like, yeah, yeah, like a woman stunned with it. And then <laughs> another bit I burst out laughing at, even in the rewatch, it's like the sword swallow. You're supposed to swallow the sword yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's just skewered some woman who's like, oh. So literally, <laughs> what's happened? For it. Yeah. Now, she was literally gagging for it, had her mouth oh. wide open. Dapper Laugh's career went completely <laughs> down the 
down the swanee after him making a similar comment. Right, I love Eddie's fiendish genius plan of a great way to put a fire out on a ship, which is to fill the ship with water. Filling it with water. Yeah, it's very similar of like help I'm burning to death. Yeah. I'm strapped on a Ferris wheel. It's the same sort of thing. I'm I'm burning to death or I'm drowning. Yeah. Uh, And it's that logic of Eddie, isn't it? It's like, oh, well, I need to put the fire out, so I'm going to get water on it. But yeah, yeah, it's it's the classic kind of dumb and dumber kind of thing, isn't it? Of like Laurel and Hardy or whatever. Who's the stupid person here? Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, they come back and go fixed it as behind them yeah. the yeah, water yeah, yeah. level is slowly rising. Yeah. yeah, their act is drip fed to us, isn't it, in pieces and stuff. Mm. But if you like put it all together, what actually happens is Eddie comes out naked, <laughs> stabs a woman, <laughs> then they do some sort of weird novelty stuff, and then the, cut, the captain, captain comes up to try and stop them, and then they just sort of, I imagine, <laughs> wrestle him to the floor and murder Chain, him. Chainsaw yeah, through him. Chainsaw yeah. doesn't work, and then they're hacking it for a couple of hours, so I'd imagine the audience couldn't get away <laughs> while this. So they've killed at least two people. They've killed two people. Presumably Eddie's still naked. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's some lines in this which I'm surprised to find in this one. I just remembered... As fondly as bottomisms and stuff. Yeah. The bit where Richie's been beaten to a pulp and he's on the floor and then wakes up and says, oh, did I win? <laughs> That's from this. I got beaten up years ago by three guys. Semi, like, fought them off or, like, withstood the beating or whatever. Yeah. And then one guy come up to help me and I, like, had blood everywhere I literally said, "Did I win?" To him, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, I was quite important, even in that in that moment. And shit, that's so weird. That's my first thought. Not, oh god, I'm in danger. I could have been killed. It's ha ha. Did the guy laugh? No. <laughs> no, no. I was seriously injured. Rub okay. my nose like. Well, that's good that you can on the bright side. Yeah. Um, so, what takes us into the break is two bad post-production explosions that are comped onto the screen. Oh, hang on. I wanted to of, mention oh. the organ. Ooh ah. Uh. Ooh Yeah, Eddie's organ. I just. A, think it's lovely that for the entire series of bottom, it's only ever used in the flat once when Richie plays <laughs> on it in contest. And then never in the live shows do they ever touch the organ, do they? And then for the third one, where they haven't got the organ in the flat anymore, they have to produce the fucking organ for Aid to play. At that point, did it explode for no reason? Just to get him out of the first act. At, yeah. At that point, when they were writing it, and they went, now, I want an excuse to dick around on stage singing and just generally <laughs> asking around dancing. Yeah. I know, okay, we'll have the organ rising up yeah. out of the ground. Well, that's like a little intermission thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Intermission, like, kind of yeah. used to rise from the stage yeah. during. So I quite like that, that it's leading us into the first now, break. It feels like two episodes of Hooligans Island, because both ends with an explosion. Mm. Well, now, I wondered, because, obviously, when we watch it on the video, we see two badly comp vfx explosions appearing on screen did they do an effect on stage that didn't work very well and afterwards they went oh let's put something bigger on just added to it and i think because there's also the compton electricity bit now the electricity obviously you can't do on stage yeah so but you can do an explosion effect on stage sparks on stage i think but then they add on the uh the other explosion okay that's the end of act one and let's have a quick word from our sponsor Oh, my God. 
Do you think that Rick and Aid knew that them sat in deck chairs back after the interval would be the point that people would yell out, have a wank? Yeah. Do you oh, think, think they expected they it then? Yeah. Oh, it's very inaudible, this one, isn't it? This guy goes, is what you hear, followed by a few more, have a wank, have a wank. Whenever they say they're bored or whatever in a live show. You know, but, or I'm all alone, or whatever. It, it will be have a wank that gets shouted out. You even have a stagehand to start it off if no one else takes the bait. You but, know? Yeah. but is the have a wank that's yelled in this instance, is it preceded by I'm so bored, or is it just them there sat and there's a moment of silence, and so the person feels like this is their moment to yell well, I it? I think, doesn't Richie, because after the bamboo bit, he says that he's bored, doesn't he? Oh, okay, all right. I in think that, so. In that case, he may as well have just said, now's your opportunity to yell, have a wank. Yeah, because he's just literally sat there almost playing I Spy with himself or whatever, just being like palm trees, whatever, you know, bamboo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm bored. What I like about the opening of Act 2 is there's the bomb just there in the background. Mm-hmm. So your first thoughts are, what's the bomb doing there? Yeah, because it's fucking massive. they don't the... mention it. Yeah. They don't fucking mention it for a good no. 20 minutes, half an hour, and then so much so that you've forgotten it's there because it's just part of the background. Then he literally mm. walks into it, somehow not seeing it until that point. Very cleverly done, isn't yeah. it? It's odd. Because it's there. Yeah. It's the elephant in the room kind of thing yeah. for the affair. You forget it's there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what's that bomb doing? <laughs> <laughs> the bomb looks like the one from uh, the Young Ones episode. You know, it's an episode called Bomb, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know the episode. Yeah. I don't remember it's the specific... It's just a sort of cheap-looking red bomb. Right. I do they think... always have to be red, don't they? Yeah. So Nuclear you see it better. Or otherwise bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Red means danger. Exactly. Yeah. Le danger. Uh, <laughs> oh, fucking, uh, the, the, the nuclear bomb oh. oh it's in French isn't the, the Simpsons do a similar thing to that when he's oh. reading The Grill what the yeah. hell is The Grill The Grill what yeah. the hell is The Grill yeah. Yeah. oh it's an easy laugh but it's great isn't it and I also do love because obviously they're facing the audience aren't they and then even though it's just like really quite obvious but when Richie does turn and say will you stop talking to the fucking fish yeah, yeah. I like the fact that we're all fish yeah in a weird sort of I love that's it. bizarre because yeah. it sets up the sharks coming across and everything, doesn't it? Like the yeah. fourth wall is meant to be the sea that they're looking out to. It's a bit like when they're standing on the hand of God and Aid turns to the camera, doesn't he, and talks mm. to the audience and yeah. Richie sort of looks out as though, what, who, who's yeah. he yeah. talking to? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many things in here which just seem a little bit of a heightened mania with Richie. Right. Some of these yeah. things. Well, unusually, just so a bit because other... he was he has gone a bit more insane and things. Yeah. So much of this one is carried by their energy and commitment mm-hmm. rather than by any actual jokes or plot. Yeah, you know? I think we've said this before though with a lot of bottom scripts. Like if it was any other actors that you were giving it to, it would be very hard to get them to sell it mm-hmm. in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, like if it's just literally written down. Well, now they're going to do a bit of a manic laugh. Yeah, it would not work. A lot of other actors, if you gave them a script and said, just arse around for 60 seconds, mm-hmm. they would die on their arse. Whereas mm-hmm. Rick Mayer will go, 60 yeah. seconds, I want 10 minutes. You know? Yeah, definitely. This bottom live, they really, let's say to break the fourth wall, I think the fourth wall was never built. Yeah. Yeah, they one, want, you know. they want yeah. to, don't they? They want to interact with the frisky fish. <laughs> they, well, can we, can we say cunt? Yeah, it's funny. And then Richie's so happy. Oh, anarchy! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like it when he's on Eddie's side a little bit. You know, mm. it's a thing where Eddie does hate Richie, I think. But Richie, sometimes he says he hates Eddie, but he hates him because he's upset that that he's not as fond of him as. 
he is to Eddie. You know, like, okay. he does have a bit of a crush on him. You know, he looks up to him, doesn't he? And then, yeah. oh, you're so cool, Eddie. When he's talking about that bird that he picked up and then he's getting off on the idea <laughs> of Eddie having sex, isn't he? He's like, oh, what does he say? What does he say? Oh, you're so hard, Eddie. Oh, you're so big. All I can that. feel that's, you in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's really <laughs> creepy, isn't it? And right at the end, when he's doing this, they were just lonely, just give me a blowjob, take me well, ruffling from behind. Mm. It's That's after three years of desperate, lonely, insanity-induced... Well, he thinks he's oddness. about to die again, doesn't he? He's I like, suppose you know, We're so. literally about to well, die. Let's just, like... I don't want to be a virgin anymore. Mm. Him speculating on Eddie having sex and then he sort of merges it into a fantasy of him having sex with Eddie, doesn't it? You know, this is his hidden crush slash the fact that he's in love with Eddie coming to the fore. Is he in love with him, though, or is he just desperate for a shag? Both. Because, you know, there's also a lot of Richie kind of like, you know, doing the ooh-hoo-hoo-hoo noises (laughs) and all that when he gets out the cocktails and, like, he genuinely calls him a puff, doesn't he, and all that, like... But again, oh, he's like, got, is he's, it the lady doth what, protest too much? When he's sort of skipping around with his hand up, like doing the sort of limp-wristed, like, it's, it's what my dad used to do like for gay people. It's very well, stereotypical. Like, Ooh, all that yeah. stuff, yeah. He plays that so charmingly, though. I think he's such a big again, kid yeah, Rick, here, isn't Rick he? and Aid can sell it, can't mm-hmm. they? Like, I, think, I mean, I know they do the joke about, like, oh, you know, I wish a younger, slimmer, like, handsomer <laughs> comedian yeah. had said that because it's a shit joke yeah. or whatever. And like, to but, take them down a peg. Yeah, yeah, but I think they were the masters at this. And, like, 97, again, they're still in their absolute prime. I know we're saying they're older. Oh, I think this is they just are after on the their edge. Prime. I think this is after their prime they're on. They're on the edge, I think. I think Hooligan's Island is probably the last sort of bit of yeah. them being in their absolute prime right. as performers as well I, I mean I don't think they seem that utterly knackered it's, or anything by yeah. this show in the same their way that when you get to four and five comes across so so clearly yeah they're loving isn't it, it? Yeah. but I think say it's not their prime and it was because the BBC have sort of shunned them by now you know like they're just doing the live stuff and it was quite a while when they weren't on yeah. TV and it just feels to me that some weird politics went but on there. There's a lot of magic not... still in the bottom universe. There was a lot to be milked three. still, yeah. <laughs> you know, like they love, they are enjoying themselves. You mm. can see, and I think, yeah, they've had a couple of years out of it, and it then did... they're back, aren't they? And it, they are absolutely loving milking the audience for all they're worth. They... And the Bristol gags are great as well, aren't they? <laughs> they're always good. Every single time <laughs> they're in a new place. Yeah. I personally like the slagging off of Liverpool as well. Yeah. When they slagged off Liverpool. They I do wondered... it generally in a city where there is some tensions, aren't there? Which, right. With so... Bristol, you wouldn't think it's immediately Liverpool, but they're both rival kind of dock. Type. Now, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Is Liverpool a rival to Bristol? Because I always thought it was Liverpool and Manchester. Yeah, it's not as overt as Manchester and Liverpool. Right, but, okay. Like, again, they're probably like, fuck off and steal something or whatever as well. Like, all that. Like, <laughs> they would have. They played up to that when they were in oh, Liverpool. I feel it's probably a badge of honour to be slagged off by Richie and Eddie, yeah. doesn't it? Be like, that I would be loving be it. in like, Liverpool. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. he yeah. called me a can They mentioned it, yeah, yeah. So then, in that case, in this one, someone who gets a badge of honour is Angus Deaton, who gets a reference because of auto cue. Well, that's mm. right. So that it, was pre the prostitutes. It was pre that, wasn't it? Now, the, what's the auto cue thing? Is that a well? He on, on have I got news for you? He would have had the auto cue. All his jokes were pre-written yeah. on auto cue. So, and was that a controversy at the time or something? Then why is he bringing that up? No, I think it's the idea that. He doesn't have to remember anything. Well, so they've written it in, haven't they? It's like, I could have fucking done with one tonight, you know, with hmm. Rick, like, forgetting his lines. There is that, but I wonder if there is a slightly more subtle thing going on here, which is that Angus Deaton, on Who I Got News For You, had lots of great jokes and got lots of great laughs. But it's written for him. But it's written for him. He didn't hmm. come up with it himself. Now, are they digging at him because Angus Deaton was with Lisa Mayer? So, you know, when the, the the prostitute scandal came out, Lisa Mayer was the one he'd been cheating on with prostitutes. I had not 
realise that. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa May is Rick's old Rick, ex. Yeah. Rick's ex, who was co-creator of the Young Ones with him yeah. and Ben Elton. Yeah, yeah. And co-writer. Oh, right. Robert. I never knew that Angus Deaton. Yeah. Was with her. It could be, and obviously, I think he would have been one of the most sort of salary, you know, high salaried people at the time, wouldn't he? Like, I don't know, like in terms of like slander, but Rick obviously is now dead, so it's fine. But didn't he leave? <laughs> we can say what we want. Yeah. You can't defame the dead, but didn't right. he? Didn't he leave Lisa though? He did, but I believe they must have stayed on good terms. You know, he hope so. Well, you know, she did a talking head piece on his um, okay. on Lord of Misrule, so yeah. I think they were still on reasonable terms in the show and in the previous live show. They did their Northern Women thing, and I did, well, I wasn't too keen on it. On this one, when they do their pastiche of seventies and eighties Northern game show host oh. and yes. contestant, I quite enjoy I'll it. Tell you, I fucking cracked up at the dig at a whole class of people. Yeah. Things like yeah. some sad story <laughs> about a factory, even though that, that's pretty like underhanded, yeah. where you pretend to work, yeah. isn't it? So it's all fantasy. So, yes, that's right. It's, we'll keep fly it's sort of the, the kind of people who used to be on like the generation game and bullseye and that yeah. kind of thing, isn't it? Well, yeah. is he doing Jim Bowen? I'm not it's sure. Terry, who... isn't it? Like you well, that's Terry. who I was wondering. Who's Terry? Who's Terry the game host? I did. Host? I wanted to ask you guys if this. You had any idea who really he was? Because it really worried me for a minute because I thought, well, this no. is it. He's, he's doing a very northern impression, and then he says, "Now then, now then," and I, was, <laughs> I hope he's not doing Savile. Well, but they mentioned Terry, and I yeah. wasn't too sure of, of a big game show host called Terry. I, I wonder if they've just made up a generic one here at this point. But, but the was... only other Terry I could think of who's got that kind of mank accent was Terry Christian. Uh, this is pre that. It is felt it? like a sort of nineties, isn't it? No, this feels like a seventies or eighties game show. You know? Well, I know, I know. But that's the only other Terry that I can think of that's got that kind of mank northern accent I that he is sort of doing. And then Jim Bowen was obviously a little bit... That was Bullseye, which yeah. wasn't Jim Bowen was a bit, camp. a bit more gruff, yeah. 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 So anyway, maybe they're just purposefully not doing a specific person. It's so well observed. Go this way, go that way. No one knows why we do no that. We just, we do. just fucking do. In fact, yeah. d- doing the impression there, it, it, it sounds a bit like Jimmy Savile. That's what yeah, I mean. That's, yeah. that's what I was worried about. But I thought, he never hosted a game show, did he? No. Was Top of the Pops and Jim will fix it, which wasn't so much a game show. Yeah, a magazine show. It, it, it wasn't so much a game show as a hunting ground for him. <laughs> if you know which specific northern seventies or eighties comedian or game show host was being spoofed, please email elevenmaffkingparade at gmail.com. One of the best jokes in this, one of the best written lines in this, I think, is when Eddie's talking about a sound he heard earlier. That's obviously Richie wanking. It's the mm. sounds of hundreds and hundreds of bananas being peeled rapidly. Yeah, that is because that just puts you in mind of that classic. Yeah, cheek. it's yeah. a great nice, description. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then yeah. obviously that like, I was making a fruit salad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I, you don't put bananas in fruit salad, do you? You can do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you put spunk and a penis in there. <laughs> you, uh, you can do. So there's a bit of plot pr- progression in this, in that they notice the bomb, and we find out about a Frenchman or frogman pun mm-hmm. who turned up and left the bomb earlier. And do you, does everybody know what a frogman is, and why they're so. putting that in there? I mean, yeah. I, I assume well, frogmans are uh, the old war World War Two. I think it's a thing. military so, sort of yeah. scuba diver. Yeah, it's the guy with yeah. the flippers and the. So it's a French yeah. frogman. Yeah. yeah, which is why they're making that. I love yeah. the way it's like you've paid. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they're just putting in anything, aren't they? To um, off the French. <laughs> but I just also wanted to say I love the bit where Richie, well, AIDS like 
pretended to fall asleep eventually, hasn't he? And it's like, I'm going to think of a grain of sand and you'll have to guess which one it is. Yeah, and... so that's like the... I Spy, but much more boring. <laughs> Are you thinking of that one? No, we think of that yes. From the inventor of put a bit of sellotape on the fridge <laughs> yeah. comes a brand new game. I love that. And just the way Rick's, again, you know, give him 60 seconds and he'll play up, you know, just patting himself on the back. <laughs> just well, it's around that time when they're talking about all of the things they could be missing. And like, yeah, there's a couple of them. There's a closed show special on how to find the right bra. That's it. Kilroy on a striptease addiction yes. with these fantasies. Like, yeah. Why don't you just fantasize watching a porn? You don't, <laughs> yeah. It's still such a mundane framing device that they have. Their imagination can't. Really what's, what's, they watch porn, what they have on the telly and find forget, porn in that. You yeah. forget because of how freely porn is available now that just porn wasn't really a thing right. back then. Like you'd have like the adult channel and stuff that's showing nudity as so wouldn't have full penetration at all. Did they have that even then? Well, I mean... Like adult like... channels on terrestrial? I don't know. Well, they no, I mean, you'd not, have the old thing. No, no, we got channel off. 5, didn't we? On like Sky. Seven. Was Chocolate. it 97 we got channel 5? 97 or 98. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Oh god, yeah. That's long gone along with things like uh, holiday and then the name and then the name of the year, you know, holiday eighty two and holiday ninety four. <laughs> box With Gloria with Gloria Hunniford. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What's Telly Addicts? It makes me think of Goggle Box. There was no Te- Telly game show. Yeah. Yeah. You had to know a lot about telly. Oh, okay. It was presented by Noel Edmonds. You had two teams who were often families or knew each other. I really enjoyed telly addicts. I I wanted to go on. Yeah, like because like they would play a clip from a TV show, and then you get questions about the clip or the TV show and whatever, and you get general questions about TV. And there's never really been anything like it since. It must have been. It was very meta, wasn't it? Must have been. It was a bit like if you ever catch Mastermind. Now you sit there and wait patiently through their specialized things and go get to the general knowledge because then I might have a chance for some. Unless you do, unless the specialist subject comes up. Yeah, that is something you know about. You know, I'm thinking very rare. I was, no one's ever done bottom on. I loved that, it. That probably would be mine. I'm I'm thinking of applying and yeah. just seeing if like. Uh, would you do it between the years? You know, would you narrow it down? Well, there's only three series, so I'd be like the the series and not so the live shows. You do yeah. all of it. Yeah. What and, a, the, and the live shows or not? No, 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 no. Just oh, the, you've got to come on. No, no, because they want to keep it. No, no, no. I do the TV. The more narrow you go, the TV. The more likely you are you're going to no, get no, a high I, score. I do the I TV series. One episode. My specialty is one episode of Bottom, <laughs> but only the first half. No, yeah. oh, oh, let's go very niche. I, I would yeah. like to do it on one line from yeah. one episode. I'd like to know what they tell them. You know, what what is the limit of yeah. how narrow a sort of scope you can go? Because yeah. some people do ridiculous things that like are yeah. so broad. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, no, you've got no chance, mate. I think so, I saw one with uh, their Monty Python as their... Mm. Uh, well, did you watch AIDS one, which was a while ago now? Oh, God. The, uh, the clip was on again. It was on the Sex Pistols, wasn't it? Oh, okay. No. I think. Yeah. And he got a really, really, really high score on that and the general knowledge. So they find the bar, Richie gets in there, and then we get another repetition from a joke that's in the background of one of the episodes, which is Edie's bra. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we've never heard that joke before, but we've, we've seen it. Down. Okay. Yeah. Eddie's still not learned to spell his own name. <laughs> yeah. Are we to believe now that Eddie has now finished all the booze? I think that was the last bottle. He says they're on. all empty. That is the very last one. So it's very lucky that he died soon after because he <laughs> would have had to be sober with Richie on the island. Yeah. But if only they'd thought about this or Richard known about it 
earlier, they could have taken all those empty bottles and lashed them together to fashion some sort of raft. Well, mm. they've mentioned they can't go by the sea because of the sharks. It's why. Uh, they can't swim, but uh, if you get a load of empty bottles, you can make, make something buoyant flint, out of it. I, don't think, I think the sharks would still have you off the flimsily made Not, raft. No, no, no. <laughs> well, 400,000 bottles, you can make a, basically an a, uh, artificial island out of that. <laughs> I suppose so. Eddie says the uh, frogman has. He's like, I told him to fuck off with his free... Month supply of uh, food, booze, and uh, porn mags. Right? Yeah. Three month supply of porn mags suggests that you can use up <laughs> you the porn do... mags by spunking all the You can use like, them, yeah. Sticky after a while, right? Yeah. yeah. I just found that a weird concept that people uh, would always talk about it. Like, oh, these, these pages are stick together. So, why are you coming on it? Yeah, what? You don't do that on a laptop, <laughs> do you? Just use just, just a tanky or a tissue or your hand or. Uh, but is the using up also that you've. you've You've seen it, so you're not going to get the same. When you I were don't young, know. There, when you were young, you had your like. Be repetitive. I mean, possibly, but then lot, like yeah. loads of people have got their favourite clips on Pornhub that they go back to, probably. Right. Yeah, you know. you've got your favourite porn stars and things, wouldn't you? Yeah. It's a similar sort of thing. I don't think <laughs> like you've got your favourite girlfriend that you always go. Back to. <laughs> you, yeah, but you've you're got not, your favourite wife. You're not yeah. doing the exact same thing every yeah. time, are you? So Eddie electrocutes Richie, and Richie seems to turn into Kenneth Williams. Yes, love yeah. that impression. Yeah. Yeah. You like, like he resists the temptation to say Matron, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely a Kenneth Williams impression, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great impression, better than his impression of Aid from earlier. But even that's, <laughs> that's good. a great impression. I you think, can yeah. tell it is. Oh, that a crap impression of oh, me. No, I wanted yeah. to say his impression of Aid earlier was an impression of Vivian from The Young Ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's meant to be Aidy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you notice when they do the Father Ted impression, someone yells, "Drink!" From the audience, <laughs> <Did they? laughs> it's no, so it's really quiet, but I noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they're crowd pleasing, aren't they? How Aid sort of says, "Can we go back to the script for a mm-hmm. moment?" Like, do you think it was written in that Richie's going to go into so Father Ted I, stuff, or do you think he is trying to fuck I, up Aid because the cameras I just are rolling? No, I always so. thought he was that when I was younger, but just knowing more about it and what people have said, I, it seems like it's all. I don't. I think there, there could be purpose. there could be a certain amount of when the cameras are rolling that they do occasional little extra bits to try and throw each other off. Mm. And that one does seem a little bit like, Aid's like, can we fucking... Like, I don't know, it does seem like a bit of a genuine, like, can we stop fucking playing up to the crowd and get back on track? I can see that being a genuine thing Mm. rather than scripted in to be off script. Maybe. Uh, The I see a point, Luke. I don't know why. It's so silly, but I find it so charming and funny. It works so well. Is it that thing of it goes on so long that it then it goes through badness back into funny again? Yeah, you see their look on their like, oh no, we're trapped. It's all in their eyes to begin with. Yeah, they sell it really, really well in a knob Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Because that is actually that's in. I see your points in this new skirt rucks up very easily. Yes, I see your points. Ferris wheel. Yeah, hole. Yeah. Deliberately terrible fireworks and rockets as the island's coming under attack. But again, that's part of the charm of it, isn't it? It's like the bad seagull and the sharks and that kind of thing. Terrible special effects. I think Simpsons did a similar gag as well when their rescue uh, gets taken out by the flare. Oh yes, yeah. When it, they're uh, when they're out on the is that when they're on the dinghy? It's Fl- the one with the junior campers. Yeah. Yeah. When Flanders, give me the drinking water. My socks feel dirty. D- yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> and it's like oh yes, what they've got the fireworks left over from their act. I suppose. Sorry, I'm, I'm calling them fireworks, but they're supposed to be rockets, rockets, aren't they? Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but 
Yeah, I mean well, they're not distress flares from the bunker no. or anything, are they? They are no. actually rockets. Yeah, I, th- I th- assumed they were part of their their army weapons. Right? Oh, I thought they were I thought weapons they were from the bunker. Yeah, I don't from, know. Mm. I thought they were left over from the bunker from okay. the war. Yeah, but it, it's all heading very swiftly towards the traditional bottom live ending, which is yeah. an explosion preceded by it's a recorded thing. voice of Rick doing a French accent saying, "I will now explode." Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Rick, isn't that it? Is doing definitely that? Rick. I think, I think definitely. it's Rick. Yeah, was it his voice for the La Danger and? All that, or was that well, if else? it is, it's more French and you don't notice as much, but you yeah. definitely hear it on yeah. the last line. Well, yeah. I thought with actually going back, is the squark aid? You know, there's the squark or, or the, the albatross. albatross. The yeah, albatross it looks sounds a bit so like fucking shit, yeah. doesn't it? Because why it's funny though, because he did <laughs> yeah. the parrot in, in number two, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah. maybe aid takes animals and Rick takes prisoners and Frenchman. bombs, yeah, yeah. So for you guys, any particular high points in this? Obviously, all of the fluffs, but I mean, I do enjoy Rick's giggling fit. It is well scripted in mm. if it is and if it isn't, it doesn't really matter because it is a very joyous moment of the breaking of character and just having a bit of fun. I mean, I know we said there's less violence in this one, but I do like the snooker cues up the, <laughs> up the yeah. shorts and you know, putting his bollocks back in the right place and everything like yeah. that. That's particularly creative, isn't it, in terms of like what they're doing? It is. It's something new. Yeah. They're not treading old ground with that one. That's something new no. they've done there, yeah. The, ooh, knackers bit from like... <laughs> it's it, like, like a new catchphrase, That isn't it? is a new yeah. one, but it feels so familiar. Yeah, because well, done... he does it twice, yeah. I think. He calls back to it. It just feels like very much like in keeping with something that's happened before, even though it hasn't. Oh, and just the description of how they ended up on the island. Oh, a standout like, bit It's absolutely me, yeah. a standout moment. of well, I mean, It's not even just a moment, is it? But just the, going through all of that like visual... Again, Rick and Aid at their best, isn't it? Yeah. Their women and children only costumes and cross over that. That's like that's premeditated, yeah. isn't it? They already had that ready to go. In case it's really sick, we need to have that ready. So standout moments for me, I think nearly all Richie in this one. I really like the extra layer of insanity that he has. His perviness seems heightened. It, I don't know if you can call it a standout moment, but the bit where he's like he's unconscious and warm, and the audience member shouts out, "Fuck him!" Yeah, and he's like, all shallow. <laughs> again they're clearly wanting that to happen in that moment in the script but yeah there's another level of Richie perviness again Mm -hmm. which you think in the past you can't top and they do I do think that the more likely scenario of Eddie and Richie on the desert island would be one of them killing the other one Definitely. It well, would a bit have been... more Lord of the Flies kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It would have been... Eddie would have either just snapped and, you know, full-on attacked him or Richie would go the poison route, I feel, and then do a Norman Bates sort of thing. With is that what he's trying Eddie to do with the fish? Around. Maybe. He's trying to get Eddie to eat I, that, isn't he? I think what would happen is Eddie would kill Richie by smacking him over the head with a shovel. Richie's body would slowly inflate with uh, the gases as it rots. Then Eddie would use uh, Richie's body as a raft to escape the place. <laughs> Seen That's Swiss a Army very boy. dark, dark, dark ending. <laughs> <laughs> Is Swiss Army Boy or Swiss oh, Army Man? with Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah, literally. I've, I've not seen that, but yeah. oh, God, <laughs> that is dark. That film. <laughs> yeah. Funny. But dark. Is that where yeah. like he uses it? it the, the corpse keeps farting as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is. Yeah. Okay. Basically, it overflows and comes like buoyant, and, so, but then he's sort of fart powered across right. the. Uh, so basically, the that film could almost be a sequel to Hooligans Island if, so. if one of them had died. Yeah. Hmm. For me, high points. The set is fantastic. It's a great idea to have the maroon. There's some there's some well written gags, but yes, I agree. I think it's it's Rip Mel's sort of manic energy in this one that kind of carries it through. I mean, Aid's great as well. Oh just, uh, yeah, just for balance. Please but... come and do our show aid I think this one is just Eddie's kind of got the too cool for school vibe because he's sort of on holiday pissed and yeah. Richie's trying to entertain himself and that's 
coming across as mania. Do you guys think, bearing in mind what Ed Bai told us about how he shot this, in that one and two, the live shows, you keep going to the audience. On this one, beyond the first little shot at the beginning as we're pushing over the audience towards the stage, we never see the audience. Do you think that helps the show, that it's shot and covered more like a traditional sitcom and we only hear the audience? Or would you have liked to have seen shots of the audience reacting and that kind of thing? I think it helps you feel totally immersed in it you can hear the audience and you, you know that they're there. And actually at the end, isn't it a fucking annoying? There's a couple of empty seats. Yeah, I did notice that. I did wonder whether they'd Maybe snuck they out. Can't. You know, well, yeah. Can't. Yeah. yeah. That really, really infuriates me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I mean, notice? They could have died on the way or something. <laughs> did you we, notice? We can only hope. Yeah. The credits at the end, it goes black and then you see the, the names come on screen and you still hear mm. the audience clapping and right. stuff. But then something else happens and you hear another cheer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they okay. must come out maybe do another bow or something oh, you don't right. see it that right. infuriated me yeah. Yeah. it could literally just be them waving but yeah. I feel like I've been cheated out on a new bottom bit. I want to know what happened yeah. <laughs> any particular low points for you guys I think the fact that they didn't go full Tom Hanks and starve for the role right uh, yeah, it's very <laughs> unbelievable that they'd have been there for three years and uh, be as sort of uh, Rubenesque. Well, yeah. Uh, well, yes. yeah. Richie should have shit himself Chunky. to death, didn't he? He was like, I love that I've had the shit for three years. Yeah. I think it must be very much related. That's, yeah, very good. Is that how Tom Hanks did it? I don't know. There's not any real niggles in terms of like fuck ups or whatever. I think the only thing for me is that they do just, again, I don't know if you want to call it lazy, but they, they just build to explosive ending of a mm. bomb going off. And it's not even that impressive in this one, is it? Like the bomb going off. Yeah. Like, it's think... not a huge like amount of special effects that goes with the nuclear blast. It's almost like a magic trick they're just kind of wowed by the new set the new location mm. that i didn't really notice the lack of plot no when i'm watching it you know yeah. it's just it, it makes me think of all old classic double act things like lauren hardy is a really good example where you can just put those two people anywhere and it's great it's just the the banter back and forth yeah i would have loved to see richie and eddie do more different schemes seeing them go mm. on a cruise ship seeing them being removal men being burglars anything like that but a desert island's a very sitcom-y trope isn't it like a comic book thing as well people often end up on a really small island it's basically this well, it's, size of yeah. them and a tree it's actually a genre isn't it like the whole castaway narrative or whatever yeah neville's yeah. islands one which i don't know yeah. if you saw aid in that I back that, in 2014 yeah. right that's a brilliant play in its own right obviously it's not in any way the same sort of story that happens but the idea of being marooned yeah and what happens it's been done isn't it like robertson crusoe i think is the very first ever Robinson Crusoe, Treasure Island. I've never actually watched, what'd you say, is Goo- Gilligan's Island? Oh, Gilligan's Island, Island yeah. Was that a sitcom, was it? Yes, in the 60s. I think it ran for three series. Right, um, okay. I'm not entirely sure. So would sure. this be something that you reckon Aid and Rick would have watched growing up? Honestly, I think they... Just stole the name. I think it's mainly because it sounded like Hooligan. Yeah. And like, so Hooligan's Island is a great title. Yeah, you know? yeah. And if you can have a title that feels like it's referencing something then mm-hmm. that's good I don't think they were trying to ape anything in Gilligan's Island they okay. just Hooligan's Island was a good title it's just a pun yeah. okay uh, look, yeah look there's just so many good little moments here and there but what overall plot wise I guess it, they could have spent a bit more time on the plot they make a joke of it and like you don't need to have a good plot and look people are still there it's still sold out apart from two seats yeah. <laughs> but, I mean again we've said in the past that like, a simple plot is the best yeah like, it's just approach they, isn't it they could have done a little bit more of a plot, I think. Uh, just because there's so many good bits of d- 
banter between them, I feel it, it just would have tightened up a to little bit more. To carry that amount of time between yeah. just two yeah. performers is, is an impressive feat. Yeah, yeah. You know? I agree. I, I really like the anti-jokes and stuff of all their, their, their shit double act stuff isn't shit. It's fucking yeah. well like <laughs> the subversion of like the anti-joke of how had her arms cut off how did she feel she can't do any hands anymore <laughs> like my dog's got no nose it's that sort of thing I think it's just overly charming the whole thing I just buy into the concept of it so much I forgive all of the lack of plot we mm. and the audience there in the theatre at the time are happy to have Rick and A back on stage doing something new mm-hmm. in a new setting so mm. therefore we're forgiving of the lacking stuff the lesser stuff yeah what about sound effects any sound effects that stand out to you guys Sh- shitting himself with the splashy, yeah. liquidy, yeah. horrible, that's fantastic. Yeah, I oh. think AIDS bollocks. That's my yeah. The dinging and yeah. donging. I yeah. think <laughs> that sound effect was probably figured out or found or something first, and then they wrote a joke around that sound right. effect. It's just my theory with it. It's such a weird. Do you mean the brrrr? Yeah, one. that yeah, one, yeah. 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 The like, prolapsing brrr, kind yeah. of thing, yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean the, the bell kind of sounds. Your- the pop. And you're, to- you're, you're, that- you're talking about the Big Ben bonks, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do also like those ones mm-hmm. that you're on about, Matt. Like, there's yeah. a lot around AIDS bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the uh, there's like a, a bar Newton's- noise when he says you've got the sound man up your up your trousers, up your pants, and you hear the mm. meh. Yeah. It's the same one from Bottom Live 2, the same bar uh, noise when they oh, fall yeah. on the sheep, you know? Right, yeah, And yeah. interestingly, there is a bit where he throws the shovel, isn't there? I think it's the shovel, or is it the mallet? It's the mallet, I think, and there's the dog... <laughs> the dog yes, sound effects. The Why the fuck frag. are the dogs on the which, island? Which gets a round of applause because it's yeah. the ah, oh, I recognise yeah. that from the yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the crotch wiggles along with it, don't they? Both of them <laughs> yeah, have a go yeah. at that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the Lamb of Flag dogs, isn't yeah. it? Okay, it's time for a quiz. This week, I am the quiz master. I'll be asking the questions. Have you guys selected your fart sounds? Yes, yes. I've got pinch fart, which sounds like this, and I've got airy fart, which sounds like this. <laughs> Best out of ten, wait for me to call whoever buzzes in. We know. And good luck. Question number one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Preemptive. So this goes to Ange. That was a reference to Richie pressing the button too early with a bomb. <laughs> nice. Okay, question number one. Richie references the Maginot line. What was the Maginot line? That's Ange. That is the line that was built in France to stop the Germans invading during World War II. Is the right answer. A line that was built? What, a line it of people? It was a physical... No, like a wall. Right? Okay. They were actually trying to build a barrier yeah. to stop them coming in. And that it's one of my favourite stories in history because they, so they literally Trump. got to the point where it was going to like join up. Yeah. But the Nazis just sailed on right through the middle of it. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, I it, think it is the Nazis, isn't it? It wasn't it, First it, World War, it Second was, World War. It was built in a, a series of concrete fortifications yeah. built in the 30s. And yes, the Germans bypassed it by yeah. invading through Belgium. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They just sailed right through. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. But yes, that's the right answer. Okay, question number two. Question number two. Richie references the Russian ballet dancer Rudolf Nureyev in reference to the tight buttocks. Mm. What killed Rudolf Nureyev? <laughs> Matt. Richie. Is not the right answer. Uh, I don't know, anorexia? Is not the right answer. The right stab, answer. Stabbing the dog? No, it's AIDS. Oh, so the no, other thing that what? So no one gets that one. <laughs> Who? Is that a guy then? Yes, he was a Russian ballet dancer. Not that only guys can get AIDS, but... Yeah. He, right. Uh, he was <laughs> at one point he was referred to as the best uh, ballet dancer in the world. Okay. How did he get AIDS from um, sex or drugs? You can get it from ballet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and question number three. At one point, the guys ruminate on five things they could be missing out on back home. These five things are four TV shows and one foodstuff. I want you to name three of these things. Matt. Okay, so one would be Kilroy with a, a special on striptease addiction. That's one. Close show special on how to find the right bra. That's two. And... If you can't name the other one. Uh, and uh, Teddy Addicts is not... It's not one not of the one, things. Is it? Fuck. I would love to jump in and steal with the other three, but I really can't. Okay, so no one gets that one. So the other things are an X-Files on disappearing clothes. Uh, the Foxy and Moldy. Yeah. Fox Mold is the character who's got that wrong. Um, the yeah. British Empire. That's it. That's the joke. We could be missing the uh, British Empire. Yes, we and, have to be thankful. And the first thing, the food stuff, is baked beans. Okay. Yeah. Those are five things. Question number four: What three cocktails does Richie offer Eddie? What? I think Matt pipped that one. Okay. Um, I want the and I want the exact names. So there's a slow, comfortable fist up the ass. That's one. One of them. Um. The other two do sound a bit more like regular. Yeah. Um. Cocktails. So it sounds a bit like a Bloody Mary, but it's okay. I know it's got blood in it. (laughs) And gin. It's yeah, gin. Blood and seawater without the gin. It's the names I'm after. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, You know what? If you can't, I'm going to throw it over to Ange. Go on then. All right, Ange. And if you can get the other two, then you get the point. Oh, I honestly can't remember. Okay, so it's a Bloody Mavis. That's it, yeah. And a Coconut Surprise. That was it. And what is the surprise? Coconut's thrown at you or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure, actually. (laughs) Okay. Question number five. What is the average user rating for Hooligans Island on IMDb? (laughs) Out of five or out of ten? Out, out of ten. It's been rated 1,329 times. Okay. And it's it's the, it's the average out of ten. Did, you didn't buzz well, in, did you? Well, I I thought you did, but you, I think you must be covering your yeah. speaker because it was very quiet. Well, well I had buzzed in and I was going to say out of ten. Cause oh. I'm going to go with six out of ten. All right. It's uh. not six. And I'll take it from you and we'll go with whoever gets it the nearest. Oh, really? Um, I don't know. 7.5. Ange wins at 7.7 Very good Question number 6 Keeping with IMDB What was the name of the user Who who wrote the synopsis I read at the beginning I did say their name What? At the beginning of the podcast I said the name of the person Who wrote the synopsis On IMDB You think we're listening to you? Um, But I don't know Okay. Is, the, it, is it a bottom related no, name? No, it was Vladimir. Vladimir. Oh, you did say Vladimir. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. The question standard Brilliant. is. How far yeah. away is Japan from Richie's arsehole? No, go on. Question number seven. How far into the tour does Aid say they are? That's Ange. Ten that weeks. Is the right yeah, answer. That was neck and neck with a fart, but a fire. Yeah. What song do they sing part of just before their knife throwing act? That's Matt. Is it Born to be Wild? Is the right answer. Yeah. Okay, so that's three to Aaron, one to Matt. Do you think they need clearance uh, to sing a song on a deserted island? <laughs> Only if they're then recording it onto a video and then selling it to the, to the yeah. general public. Question number nine. How many empty bottles of sake are there in the bar? That's Ange. 400,000. Is the right answer. So that's four to Ange. So she's got this one one, but we'll do question number ten anyway. What name does Eddie call Richie when they're adopting their 70s game show personas? Matt. Terry. 
is the right answer. So that's all 10 questions. And the result there is Ange wins with four to two. Would you like the other questions that I did as bonuses? Yeah, go on. Have fun. We have to buzz now. You don't have to buzz. What was the name of Richie and Eddie's double act aboard the cruise liner? Brayasar Norman. Okay. And finally, and I left this as a bonus because I I know how much you guys like to complain when it's not entirely related to bottom. Entirely related. What, like the name of the person who's written about it on IMDb? Okay. My, My remaining bonus question is... At one point, they throw shade at Frank Skinner's chat show that at the time was on the BBC. While he was there, he got in shit for a sketch spoofing an Ikea advert. The basis of this spoof was householders throwing a certain kind of animal out of their windows. What kind of animal? What? I Frank understood all yeah. the words. Now, there. I remember this. I will have, see, I will have seen it. link <laughs> to fucking hell. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> Richie and Eddie are both carbon-based <laughs> life forms. I remember mainly Frank dancing in his pants. I can't remember. Okay. Right, then so, uh, a cat. No, the answer is chimpanzees. Uh. The IKEA ad was Chuck Out the Chints, and so he did a Chuck Out uh, the Chimps yeah, yeah, spoof yeah, yeah, yeah. that had... I a chi- remember Chuck Out Your Chimps right. yeah. now, yeah. His Chuck Out the Chimps had chimpanzees being flung out of windows, and in one, and in one case, one of them being finished off with a baseball bat. It, <laughs> it got a lot of complaints. Of course. So that was my other <laughs> bonus question. Now you can see why I did not ask that one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bloody hell. So I won. So Ange, Did I win? So Ange won that one. That was four to two. Yeah. I apologise for the questions, but this was a very difficult one to write I for. did not envy you at all. Yeah, no, so well done. So that's it. That's another show in the bag. If you have any uh, comments or anything, then please at us on social media, at Talking Bottom, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, you can email us at 11mathkingparade at gmail.com. So what's up next? Next. It's going to be Guest House Paradiso. It's the movie. Hey, I'll be, finally. I'll be doing the quiz for that one. Thanks a lot. See you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.